Good morning. It's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. Hope you're keeping safe. It is uh, horrendous weather out there um, with all these storms that we've been having. Uh, And also, on that note, um, those storms have forced the show this week uh, not to be myself and Steve. Uh, We are instead going to do a a best-of clip show for the next few hours. Um, The storm knocked uh, Steve's new house of power and Wi-Fi and all sorts. So uh, between the two of us, a bit of a nightmare. So we're going to do a a best-of show. So for the next few hours, stick around. These will be some of the funniest moments that you probably missed. Um, you know, you probably listen to the show for half an hour, 40 minutes. The show's on for three hours every week. So there'll be lots of funny moments that you might have missed uh, throughout uh, the last uh, year or so. And here they are coming up. Stay safe, everybody. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. It's Absolute Radio. Hope you're well. Um, so I had a moment, Steve, where... Yeah. This week, this week, where we went to a water park, and uh, I love a water park, but we have yeah. been to three of them in ten days. Yeah, but it's, it's school holidays, then what are you going to do? Yeah, there is that, and also we're in a sort of you know there's a, some sort of positive side effects of uh, the COVID uh, uh, sort of rules and regulations. Um, in as much as they're only letting fifty percent of the the people in the usual capacity in. Oh, so there's a bit more. You don't have to queue as much. So you can, yeah. So you can like get on a, actual rides. I thought uh, you were going to say, you know, like the the sort of the the, the rings that you sit on. You know, sometimes there's a double mm. one. I thought I thought they'd gone for bubbles. They've attached like six of them together. And you all have to <laughs> yeah, ride on the same one. Go with one family. Idea. Yeah. No, they have got some weird like uh, they've got like spray down every, all those like ring things after every every use. When you go down a big um, slide, do they say take that with you and just spray it on the way down? Put the, wipe the cloth. <laughs> just wipe, wipe the slide. Well, just send someone down every ten and go. You get free yeah. ice cream when you get to the bottom. Just give it a wipe on the way down. It's a good system, I think. That would be a good system. My, um, we were in the queue for one the other day, and the lifeguard was obviously changing shifts, hmm. and the lifeguard came down the stairs uh, after the end of her shift, and my daughter, quite rightly, I thought, went, "Why is she coming down this way?" Yeah. Like, one of the bonuses, surely. Yeah, when you finish work for the w- day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, like like Fred Flintstone. Yeah. You what, on the back of the... Slide yeah, down. slide down the thing. You land yeah. in your car. Yeah. Not for that she should, at all. She should do that. She should park her car up. She should jump mm. straight up, have the window open, straight into the driver's seat. yabba dabba doo, <laughs> Drive off. <laughs> that's, what we, that's what we want. That's what, I want that's what you're after. I had a moment, though, where I, I thought I was dad level 10. And then the dad next to me oh, what was did he do? dad was level he... 11. Like Jedi. <laughs> Jedi dad. There was, was another dad who oh. blew us both out of the water. Oh. Did you look at each other and go, what did, what did, the, what did the dads do? What was Right. What was, so right. my dad level 10, right, is, <clears throat> yeah. well, there's two moments. So I, I, I knew, because I've been to this water park before, I knew the best place to sit. I knew the best place to perch ourselves near the kiddie pool, but near, yeah. also aware of like a big mo- a thing that the kids can find us so they yeah. go off on rides and come back to us but there's a landmark yeah. yeah yeah and I can keep an eye on the little one there's a good deal of shade no matter where the sun is but there's mm. also a little bit of sunshine as well if you fancy a little sunbase right so it's a perfect location yeah, and I good. got there in plenty of time I'd made one of my famous picnics they're famous in my family because I always make a I always go to the lengths to make a proper full picnic no one's hungry all day when I'm when I'm you've got, you've got a picnic you've done a picnic oh. What sort of stuff's in your picnic? Sandwiches? I mean, it's basic. You know, it's ham sandwiches, cheese sandwiches. There's veggie sandwiches now because my daughter's vegetarian. Um, I I, I, uh, grill some chicken, some chicken Mm. in there. Uh, But the main thing that I have, that people laugh at me, Steve, when I do them, but I always boil a dozen eggs. Oh, dear. I boil a dozen eggs. Yeah. And There's um, nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong with that. And they laugh at me in the morning. Dad, with your eggs. Tell you what, two o'clock. I don't know what they're knocking eggs. on, but they come yeah. off. Can I have one of them? One of them boiled eggs. I've never left a water park, Steve, with eggs spare. No. How many people have slipped over eggshells though? And that oh, bit no, of the I'm, water I'm park. I'm very careful. I'm very, very careful. I say to them all the time: leave nothing but footprints. Take nothing but photos. Yeah. I'm very careful about that. You shouldn't be leaving footprints around a water park unless you've got really <laughs> dirty feet. <face. laughs> no. <laughs> but, 
you know, the wet footprints, you know, from yeah, the, the okay, water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they come and get their eggs, and, uh, oh, have you got any salt? Of course I have. You it's need the salt, it's the sunshine, well. it takes that out you, doesn't it? This is, yeah. It's a perfect meal, I think. I, so you know, it, yeah. It's perfect. So I'm thinking, here I am, dad level 10. Mm. Then I've also brought uh, a little umbrella for mm. us to sit that's under. That's good, yeah. So... And that's nice. And I put some towels on the back and it creates mm. a little sort of den for the youngest. He loves it in there. Yeah. And uh, so I'm trying to get the, sort of push the thing in. And what I have to do is I take my crock off. Mm. And oh, <laughs> it's lovely, isn't it? I use the, I'm not going to be embarrassed about the crock. I'm, uh, haters are going to hate, mate. Yeah, they will as um, well. And they deservedly <laughs> and rightly so. But carry on. <laughs> we'll, we'll come to crocks in a minute. We, um, uh, yeah. And I use the crock uh, as a sort of like to lean on the pole and I push it into the ground then I get it in there I thought oh, I've nailed this yeah. the dad next to me excuse me excuse me I don't know where he's from generic not from here he's from generia yeah, yeah. <laughs> lovely uh, part of the world <laughs> it's very nice and I said yeah and he went you want this and he gave me Steve oh, a dear. mallet Oh, he brought a mallet with him. He brought a mallet yes, with he, him. Did he have like a tool belt or something? Or was he just carrying it? <laughs> he just had a mallet with him. Oh, That's how he did his one. Produced it. And it was oh. like, I just bumped down a level yeah. on, the dad, on the dad scale. I was like, yeah. like, that, that my friend. I mean, not that you, I mean, imagine walking around a theme park in the UK with a with hammer. a mallet, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't do that. You can do that in Janaria, though. They, but it's, Janaria, it's very they've got different much, rules, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. When you, you go, it's like a foreign anything country. in Janaria. Yeah. <laughs> Carry mallet in Janaria, why not? Janaria. <laughs> 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 the lovely island of... It's, it's an island, isn't it? It's... It's, it's mainly island, but some of it is inland. They, so it's like an inland island. Yeah, yeah. That's Janaria, isn't it? It's yeah, a little Genaria. bit of everything. They're on the Amber Plus list, though, at the moment. So I think yeah. no, that's a shame, because I want to go yeah. there. They're a good place. They're a good place. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, the other dad that absolutely blew us both out of the water, I look over, right? This oh, dad has not only found the perfect place in the park, mm. he's got between two trees and he's brought essentially a tent. Oh. He's tied it to two trees and then he's got two poles at the back and has created what looks like about a five metre by four metre space. Oh, so he just needs two trees within a certain proximity and he yeah. can build this thing. And he can build this thing. And I mean, the, 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 the cojones on this guy. To yeah. take up that much space in yeah, a water yeah. park, that's the bit. Put his own tent up in a water park, that's yeah. the bit. And a massive one, five metres yeah. it was. Is he meters. getting them ten pegs in the ground now? He'll need, he'll need the oh, bloke's he, mallet, won't he, from Janaria? He'd, he'd have brought one. Unless and he's I from thought, Janaria as well. <laughs> I already have one. I'm from <laughs> Janaria, like you. This is Jason Manford. This is so I'm a man who uh, boils uh, 12, at least 12 eggs yeah. when heading out. Um, people look down at me, but everybody wants an egg at some point in the day, Steve. Yeah, they do. Yeah, Not yeah, even a chocolate one, a yeah. proper one. Proper egg. They love it. Um, Donna Wilkinson says, my husband does the same, but soaks them in soy sauce, calls them Singapore egg. Oh, that's nice. What? So he boils, he boils them, shells them, and then he soaks boils them in the soy eggs. Yeah, that sounds nice, oh, doesn't it? Give that a go. Gonna give that, that a does go. sound nice. Sing, Singapore eggs. Singapore eggs. Don has told nice. him to stop watching cooking programs, but no, I think I think Donna's husband's onto a winner yeah, there. I yeah. might do that with half of them. Well, that's you don't have to bring the salt then. You've, you've saved yourself a. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like in the, only... you know, like the co-op and Morrison's now, especially mm. Morrison's, have started selling a bag of wet eggs. Are you aware of this? Yeah, I've seen this. <laughs> yeah. It's just sort I've of Christmas this. time. The bag of wet eggs thing was massive, but I saw them in the mm. co-op the other day. It's like a. Little hard boiled, all the shells taken off, you know, half a dozen. Yeah, I'm sort of into the idea. I mean, it's a great idea. I'm, I'm into the idea. I quite, I, I quite like that. I've, I've started, I've started buying um, some bottles of egg whites. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So like, you know, you sort of making a omelette or something, or yeah. just whacking an extra sort of glug of egg whites in there. Oh, I don't that's know, nice. Well, it adds a bit of protein in there, but with less calories. Quite like it. Mm. Uh, Leone Shields says, My husband always takes boiled eggs in his pockets on, on walks in winter. Yeah. He starts making them for our little girl too, and she thinks it's amazing. Hand warmers until they cool, then a snack for the walk. Yeah. See, that is, look at that, double purpose. Dad level. Dad level 10, that, isn't it? 
Yeah. I like yep. that. That is good. Uh, Val Kemp says, before the days of wet wipes, my mum always had a wet flannel in a plastic bag. Mm, yeah. Clever. My, yeah, clever. clever. Yeah. That is good. That is good. I like that. Yeah, uh, we live without wet wipes now. I know. What did we do before we wet got, wipes? Didn't have them hanging around know. the house before you had kids, did you? No, no, no. Never never even heard of them. No, I don't need them anymore. I haven't got like, you know, don't do nappies or anything anymore. But no, but I still have them. It's there, innit? Oh, yeah, that, what's happened there? Need, just rub that. But maybe you that. should do the wet flannel in a plastic bag. Mm, no, I think I'll, I'll always have wet wipes on me somewhere. This is the thing. Always got a pocket for wet you, wipes. And you have the you have the big wipes, don't you, for, for yourself? What are they called? Oh, yeah, I, I went through that. It was, yeah. They were oh, called you've, beast you over that phase now? wipes. It was just too expensive <laughs> and it didn't... It felt a little bit um, excessive, if I'm honest. These were for, for your bottom, weren't they? Yeah, they were called beast wipes. I was introduced mm. to them by somebody else who carries them round with him. Right. He, he always got one in his pocket. I feel like you're keeping that person anonymous for a reason. Well, yeah, well, I, I don't want to shame them. You know, I, I don't know if that, you know, I don't know if they'll get any sort of kudos from this or abuse. <laughs> it was Ramesh. He, uh, right. he introduced me to it, <laughs> but he also always has a little bottle of chilli sauce that somebody made for him, and he said, I don't want to get hit by a bus and be the guy who's, what's he got in his pocket? Like a massive wet toilet wipe <laughs> and some chilli sauce. <laughs> he, he, he was worried that that would be, you know, so That'd be a, for yeah. the similar reason, if somebody found it in your pocket, what's this? And you got, they'd be more worried about that than how you, That's you true. got hit by a car. So, the... <laughs> so yeah, stop with that now. Right, so you so you stop that 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 phase is over. But the wet yeah. wipes, we we have the ones that you that you can um, that disintegrate as well. They sort of they're a bit more expensive, but yeah. you know better for the environment and that. But uh, yeah, we go through. I still go through two packets a week. Mm. Easy, yeah, you can do easy. You can do. Claire Smith says, um, "I was in my I was bringing little bags." Uh, sachets, salt, pepper, vinegar, mayo, salad cream, mustard, red and brown sauce. I am the condiments queen no matter yeah. where I go. The family all take the mick, but as soon as we're on a picnic, they want my condiments, even yeah, the tartar sauce. Yeah, that's I not think true. Nobody that's, wants the tartar no, sauce. No, that's genius, that is. I think that's genius. But that is genius, isn't it? Yeah, always got a little bit of something. Oh, I wish I had that's some I like, vinegar. I like that. Vinegar, did you well. say? Yeah, she did she's say there. vinegar, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's there, like Yeah, mayo, salad cream, she's got the lot. Mm. And I've got to say that is one of the pains when we did two like two of the days that we did in the water park. I did my picnic one day, and in fact, this this is when you know you've got to a hell of a level, dad mm. level, right? On the first day, I didn't do a picnic. I was saving yeah. it for the second day. Yeah. On the first day, we just did like the fast food um, that was on offer, and my daughter, who rarely gives me any sort of compliment or. Or, or even yeah. love or affection. Um, she, she said, she was eating a sort of burger there from the thing. She went, this doesn't feel right, Daddy. And I said, what do you mean? She went, is it even a day out without one of your picnics? Oh, oh look at that. I nearly, I nearly cried, Steve. I, ne- yeah. I actually had little tears. And then you went in your pocket to get a tissue out and you just found a load of boiled eggs. <laughs> a load of condiments. Yeah. Oh, it's just, I just rubbed yeah. vinegar in my eyes. <laughs> uh, Louise Bray says my auntie always had a bottle of ketchup in her handbag a bottle Steve a full not bottle, just the sachets the full bottle no the sachets because they, they'll you know they can withstand heat and cold they're all sealed aren't they whereas a bottle yeah but a woman's handbag Steve I know but if I you mean, sit on that if somebody's last left in a corner and somebody puts something on it that's a well, nightmare Louise's auntie's happen. been doing that for 30 years Steve so who knows best uh, maybe she's got a bottle rather than a squeezy one she's doing it 30 years before she oh maybe it's the, the glass one full glass bottle that makes sense yeah I mean you, you're not allowed glass in a water park so she would get no. turned away at the door but yeah. and if, it, and if she was my one. nan was it, I'd go you know I got brown <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why you little? Um, yeah, I think that's. I think that's that's the good idea. Kids, kids love love ketchup. They love dipping their nice food yeah. in red sugary sauce. Why not? I don't know why? It's why called not? tomato sauce. Uh, how much tomatoes in it? Well, how much sugar's exactly. in it? More importantly, <laughs> doubt it. Yeah. Uh, TG says I have two boys. They're twenty months apart. When they are, were little and their dad was taking them out, I dressed them the same. So if dad lost one of them, he could use the clothes of the other one for reference as to what he was wearing. Wow. <laughs> wow. Right. That he is... was wearing. Come here. He was wearing a blue shirt. 
<laughs> he basically That's looks like this one, but bigger. Yeah, yeah. He's about a little bit bigger, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's I mean, not a bad idea, that. I hope he never knew you ever that. Lost, have you ever, yeah, <laughs> have you ever lost your uh, ever lost your kid? Like, literally for about 30 seconds once. Was it the longest you, 30 seconds of your life? Long, like, I'm a, it was, I was like... <laughs> It was in it was in Sainsbury's in Richmond. Oh God! And and uh, he just somebody you know when he, he was sort of, he was about three and he was running around you know the aisles and stuff. I was trying to keep and then mm. somebody cut in front of me with a trolley and started moving really slowly. And in that ten seconds, when I turned the corner into the next aisle, he'd gone completely gone. <sighs> and I was just I was just shouting like you know you lose all. I was like something like you know <laughs> Liam Neeson. Just <laughs> just shouting him down the alley like people looking at me. Like, I don't care. And I went to the desk and I was like, he's wearing this. I know what he's, I knew exactly what he was wearing. He's wearing a Wimbledon T-shirt. Oh. And then he was like, I didn't want about the photo booth. I thought it was the right laugh. <laughs> probably terrified. I was like, yeah, thanks, mate. Thanks for that. But yeah, long. It was all right for a minute. Then I, was, I heard someone screaming my name. So yeah. <laughs> too scary. Pushing shoppers. Oh, there's nothing oh, worse, is it? Horrendous. Nothing horrendous. worse. Horrendous. And mine are at an age now where, so we were at the water park yesterday. And they're at that age where they'll, you know, if they want to go off and, do their own thing and, and go on. Yeah. You know, my eldest girls are 11. And they go, right, this is the base. They've all got little wristbands with my phone number on it, which they hate. But again, you know, that's dad tip that's, there. Yeah, that there's little <clears throat> wristbands and write your phone number on it. They've all got them. And uh, and I've got one as well, but with my wife's number on it. Yeah. Uh, just in case I get lost. Yeah, get caught up, uh, Yeah, but it's terrifying. And, I'm st- and, I, and, and after half an hour, I'm like, right, that's too long. I've got to, I'm like, you've got to come back each hour and make sure that I know that you're all right and still alive and everything. I don't need yeah. to. I don't want to hear. Can Jason Manford, he's from Genaria as well. Yeah. Hello, welcome to What the Fuck. I am from Genaria, the land of the rubber mallets. <laughs> we have a missing child. If you have child missing. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to be. Nobody wants to be that parent walking through, the, walking through looking for their lost no, child. No, so, yeah, no. I've, uh, it's, but it is absolutely one of the most terrifying two and a half minutes yeah. of your life. And yet our parents didn't seem to, you know, my kids are like, can I go to the shop? I'm like, yeah, ring me, send me a location. I'll watch you. Occasionally I'll get in the car and I'll drive slowly behind them so they don't see. Yeah, I, I get the shopkeeper to like, because I know the guy, he lets me know that they're okay. Like I'm on it all the time. When I was a kid, I was like, do you mind if I go and play in the old quarry? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. We'll have to get a frog spawn out of the sewer. We found a, a little tunnel down by the brook. Apparently it goes to Milton Keynes. That was that was where I grew up. There was a little like a little tunnel. It was a sewage tunnel. And somebody had climbed up it, like walked up it, and they come out in Milton Keynes. Now just to give you an idea, Milton Keynes is about two hundred miles away from Cannock, where I grew up. Like, I don't know, hundred let's say it was about hundred miles away. The idea that so and we were like I don't even know where and Milton Keynes were. So, yeah. No, we were doing that for nine hours of a day. <laughs> uh, Jerry Taylor, Steve, says, I remember yeah. watching an audience with the Bee Gees and their oh, mum yeah. was in the audience. One yeah. of them said she always took a pie wherever she went. Sure enough, she produced a pie from her handbag. Really? Yeah. Is that for her or she's just from for if anyone needed a pie? Well, that's weird. That, yeah, they it. are the sort of from... Born in Australia, grew up in Cholton. We, I don't, Cholton, yeah. yeah. So maybe there's like a bit of northern in them. Was that for her, though? Or was that for... Quick, help! He's fainted! Just... I got a pie. Did she just turn up? <laughs> maybe. For, for other maybe. people or just for her? Like, this is dragging on like it's pie. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's just been to a lot of their concerts and just, you know, doesn't want to pay all that money yeah. out for the food. So bring her just pie, there, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Aisha says, uh, talcum powder whenever you go to a sandy beach. Dust it mm. on, rub it off with a towel, and voila, no sandy hands or feet in the car. Oh, what's a, that's a good tip. Mm. That's a good tip. Talcum, I mean, the car's full of talcum powder, but... Yeah, it smells nice, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it does smell nice, yeah. Catherine McCullough says, here is a mum top tip. Uh, Christmas Eve, open all the toys, remove all those difficult-to-remove tie wraps. Mm, yeah. You know the when they've sort of put a doll yeah, in, like yeah, a yeah, serial yeah. killer's done it. Well, sometimes you need like a screwdriver or something. You, you know, it's wrapped around. Screwdriver. <sighs> and a little one that you can only get out of a cracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Madness. Uh, she says, put batteries in everything that needs batteries, uh, charge everything that needs charging, then wrap them up. Christmas morning runs so much smoother. Of course it does. But who has got the foresight or the time to do that? Because... <laughs> 
you know, we're well, wrapping them mums. on Christmas Eve. Well, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But mums, obviously, maybe they are like, if you think a dad level is like a yeah. dad level 10, yeah, that's like, that's like mum a mum level, level six. Is it? <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've just got like, they've just got an extra, they've got extra perception. They can see things that we can't see. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to find something in a kitchen, come out, and then my wife's gone in a second later and found the exact same thing that I was looking she for. She probably that took happens. it. She probably moved it because they're always tidy. Yeah, I think it's in her pocket. They're always putting stuff. Yeah. But where's my yeah. keys gone? I always leave my keys there. I pop them over there. Well, that's why yeah. I couldn't find them. So that's why she's doing She's going in and forgot, I found them because she'd moved them. She's gaslighting you. Your own wife is gaslighting you. Jason. Manford. See, I think I think you must have a few of these, Steve, because you're the you're like a handy dad. You know, yeah, I'm a sort of mixture got... of all those things, though, because I've got because I've got a camper van as well. I am the mm. man with I love a tiny sachet of condiments salt because it, it's all there, isn't it? And I've always yeah. you know you've got a you've got a few things in there that you need, like a mallet, a little spanner. Yeah, it's all you know, there, isn't it? So I've got I don't know, just generic. I don't know if they're just generic dad tips, but. Um, Wipes, all that's in there. Prepared. Always prepared. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn has got a mum tip. She says, Jason, I do the same with a box of Weetabix on f- holiday to Florida. Everyone laughed at first, but after a week of American breakfast, everyone was back on the Weetabix. Mm, there you well, go. I like it. Uh, do they not have Weetabix in America? Is that not an American? Maybe they don't. No, it sounds very British, doesn't it? The Weetabix. Just to be fair, yeah. Uh, Caroline says, cold toast for a journey. Oh, I don't know about this, Caroline. This doesn't sound oh, fun. Gone. Yeah. When I was growing up, late 60s, early 70s, oh, that makes a bit more sense. That was quite the delicacy back then. <laughs> yeah, you uh, SP on it. Oh, look at you, cold toast. Uh, my mum would make loads of toast and put it in tinfoil, which we would have on the journey. I did the same on a road trip to Wales, and the kids mocked me. It was an early start, and on the way, they wanted to try it. Now, whenever we go anywhere, I have to do toast in tinfoil. I need to know more about it. I need to know, has it gone cold before she's put it in the tinfoil? Because if it's not, then it's gone soggy. Is it? Is it? Mm. Did it go like hard toast before she put the butter on? There's Are you questions. Jam? Is there I've a bit of jam on there? No, no. Yeah. I don't think there was anything on this. I think it was just toast. Think? No. Hmm. I need more, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing I'm not it. sure about cold. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I, I, I like the idea, but I'd have to have jam on it or something. I couldn't just have cold buttery mm. toast, no. Mm. Uh, Corey says, I'm not a dad, but when I'm with family or friends, I always overplan and have painkillers, medicine, tissues, sun cream and snacks on me wherever we go out for the day. Might seem like extra weight in my bag or car, but it often pays off because the lads I go on holiday with, well, they aren't the brightest. Oh, okay, so he's got everything, yeah. just in case. He's got I bet he's got that like, makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I bet he's got like super glue to get rid of cuts and you know to seal cuts up. I bet he's got sting stings and <laughs> you know all the different. Yeah, or if, if a certain person's coming, he's like, oh, right, I need to nip down the hardware shop because he's famous for doing this. You know what I mean? He's got everything ready to go. It sort of makes sense, doesn't it? If you've got, if especially if you've got lads who are a bit, you know, it makes you a bit lads, lads, lads. <laughs> yeah. It sort of makes sense, doesn't it, to have the odd, uh, the odd thing. Checking his, that, his little bags called the lads, lads, leg bag, and he opens it up and it's just full of like <laughs> creams and potions Plasters, and lotions. Yeah. yeah, STD cream. Yeah, all <laughs> so, all that. He's been to the gum clinic. Yeah, got that. all that. Could. Don't worry, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got something Diora for that. Like the germline, <laughs> right? Alison says, my mum tip: freeze a bottle of squash. It keeps everything else cold, and once it's stored, it's a nice cold drink on a picnic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Clever. good idea. But depends how long it takes to do it. You've got to time that right, haven't you? Because you don't want to get it out yeah, and it's not it, defrosted yeah. yet, and you want some squash. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're like sucking it out of the. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Castleton has a smug mum tip. Okay. She says, My most smuggest mum tip is I heat up hot dog sausages and pop them in a flask with hot water. I oh, take buns, clever. ketchup and napkins, oh. and it's a hot lunch that's cheap, quick, and filling. The theme parks can do one with their eight-pound hot dogs. That is game-changing. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Oh, hot do dogs you know you, in a flask. You could even have a, a, you could have two flasks, one with the hot dogs in, and one with, yeah. one with some onions in, cooked onions. Oh. <gasps> 
They kept warm as well in a bit of olive oil. Tuck it up, and you just and then you've got Sharon or what she was called with a cold condiment. She could pop Sarah. along. Oh yeah, Hiya, guys. Yeah. She's back. Oh, we haven't got yeah. a knife. And then he turns up with his man bag. I've got a knife. We needed one. We went to New York and Clive went a bit. What mental. about my mallet? <laughs> we don't need a Not mallet. You. Go back. Go back to Geneva. <laughs> go back to the lovely country of Geneva. <laughs> Can I have hot dog? Steve wants to make a quicker, a quicker, <laughs> quick apology no, to uh, the It's just that we said go back to Janeria. What I meant was you are not needed here in this with the condiments. We don't Situation. need a mallet. Yeah, yeah. It me- I meant go back to the fix. I don't want to get cancelled in a fictional country that no, doesn't exist. No. Imagine you get cancelled for, for being racist. I love going to Janeria. So let's not. Yeah, he w- he wasn't saying go back to where you're from, as in Janeria. He was saying Look, at this moment we're just having hot dogs. And yeah, a mallet is not. We required. don't need a mallet. <laughs> we don't need a mallet. Okay, I'm good. Look, I just wanted you to, to clear, clear that. that. I wanted to clear your name, Steve. I'd, I'd yeah. hate for someone to ring us from the Janeria Embassy <laughs> and uh, you know put an official complaint in. Crikey! No, 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 no. Don't need that, do we? Don't need that. Right. Let's get back to these top tips. Uh, Barry McCulloch, a pack of ginger nuts. He must be Scottish. He just sounds yeah. Scottish, doesn't he? Barry McCulloch, a pack of ginger nuts. Everyone always turns their nose up initially, but I have yet to take a packet home. Mm. <laughs> Let's pay some respect to the That's a great tip. Nuts. That's just like a, a like a niche biscuit <laughs> reference it's rather right. than... Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. Uh, Rachel says, On fireworks night, when my offsprings were small, I used to take cooked jacket potatoes wrapped in foil. They'd have them in their pockets to keep their hands warm, then we'd eat mm. them uh, before we went, Oh, another little hand warmer tip. Yeah. Food that doubles as a hand warmer. That's pretty good, isn't it? So I think people what else is that? Like. You could poach a bit of salmon, put it in a freezer bag. <laughs> yeah, that would work. Ooh. Oh, it's leaked. Oh, it's leaked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we got any cloths. Oh, my uh, Knighton. Uh, when we went glamping, my hubby took a chip pan. Everyone everyone took the mickey out no. of him. Yeah. But they I'm, definitely I'm enjoyed him. the home, homemade chips when he cooked them. Is you, that a good idea? Hang on, hang on. He's got, he's got a chip pan on an open fire. This is the worst idea I've ever... (laughs) In a forest, Steve. In the middle of a forest. In a forest? Yeah, no, but I'm just... But the point about a little bit coming out and getting caught is going to happen a lot on an actual fire. So he's ignited it, and he's in a forest. And the whole forest on fire. And he's in a forest. No, but it's... Yeah. And they're all sat there, just just wrapped in foil, just eating chips. Don't judge... And he's there going, don't judge me. Wait till you try my delicious home (laughs) fried... The forest is on fire. Why is there helicopters flying over it, yeah, Dave? Forget the chips. God, you can go and not get chips, can't you? <laughs> you think so, wouldn't you? A couple of nights, yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, that's a t- no, that's a terrible tip. That's not a good tip, that's not a good He's tip. Not, no. uh, th- this, this is from Star, who says, Vinegar, if I'm out with my beavers, I take a whole bottle. Now, either Star Scouts. is... Uh, I'm hoping it's part of the Scout Network, and that's yeah. not just what she calls her friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah. girls. Come on, um, beavers. If, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she takes a whole bottle of vinegar with her. Um, uh, or if she's just with her own kids, a sachet or two. Wherever we go, kids seem to always find the stinging nettles. Is vinegar, is, that, vinegar. is, it good for, is vinegar good for stinging oh, nettles? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, but I like Here's the Here's a thing for you. You know the dock leaf that grows oh, yeah. next to there? Do you think that's, yeah. there's any truth no. in that? Absolute <laughs> rubbish. Any truth in who, that? No... Not Somebody once ju- has that that's, worked. That's a dad top tip. That's Somebody's a, just he's just got exactly. a bit of himself and he's gone, Oh, do you know what's next to the nettles? It's a magical <laughs> leaf called the dock leaf. It only grows near the nettles. And if you rub this on, all oh, the pain goes away. <laughs> what about that yeah. leaf? No, no, it has to be this leaf. It's a magical <laughs> dock leaf. That's a that's dad skills number ten. Yeah. Whoever invented Absolute that. Absolute rubbish. Does not work. That's you may as well that's like smacking the side of a table. When you, when the kids banged your head on it, that is not oh, a real thing. Oh, you need a magical duster. <laughs> uh, Star also says nappy sacks. Uh, take them with you. Any wet shoes or wet socks. Uh, put them on yeah. your feet when you put your shoes on. Same trick for getting on a wetsuit. Rubbish collected while out. Spare nappy sack to contain it all in. Random sticks they want to bring home. Pop them in the nappy sack. Bring them back. It's a good idea. Star is on it with the. They're not that like big, that. though. Are they? from... They're not that big. The nappy sack. They're not only little. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. but who knows? Yeah, you I mean, put a pair of shoes like in there. Kids' shoes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You put them on your feet. 
I don't think you'd get them. Put, I've got size 12 feet. I don't think I'd get a nappy nah, sack. You're not going to get me a nappy sack. No, you have to use a bin bag for them. monstrosities. <laughs> Hit me with your best fact. Fire away. It's just finding this ending. Yeah. Yeah, that, it does go on too long there. But that's, that's yeah. drummers for you, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that's their moment, isn't it? That's their moment. Uh, now, uh, this game, if you've not heard it before, is uh, it's with our friends Disney Plus, and it means you get a Jason Manford Show mug for giving us the best fact you can. It's got to be a fact so good, Steve, mm-hmm. that it makes us want to Google it and find out more. Find but we won't. True. we won't. We won't. Somebody um, will. Somebody will. <laughs> All the facts we, uh, we we do on this show have been checked and verified uh, mm-hmm. by our producer, irrespective yeah. if we think they're not real or not. For example, last week when we spoke about putting your, your car fob to your head and mm. it giving you extra Boosting range. Boosting the signal or something, yeah. We, me and Steve, speculated that that, doesn't, that can't be right, can't be true. Yeah. We've had over 400 emails and posts and tweets and things of people telling us. Videos. That it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we, just yeah. ask yourself before you send those things. I wonder if anyone else is also sending this. Yeah, I mean, our job is <laughs> to chat about them, isn't it? And go, is this yeah, true just, and stuff? Yeah. I mean, clearly it's true because they wouldn't have got through it. Adem wouldn't have let them wouldn't through. Have, wouldn't have got through the stringent uh, yeah. process from our producer. Yeah, he's very stringent with facts. Uh, <laughs> facts, yeah, nothing else but that with facts. Um, now, the Jason Manford mug uh, to be uh, given away and won, uh, thanks to our friends at Disney Plus, means that we've got a Disney fact for you, Steve. Uh, covering okay. 25,000 acres or 43 square miles, the Walt Disney World Resort is about the same size as San Francisco. Ooh, that's big, isn't it? That is big. That's a lot of walking. Uh, okay, so here we go. Here's our facts right, for this week. Okay. Richard kicks us off with this one. The sound everyone associates with as a frog, ribbit, mm-hmm. for example, Steve. Yeah, croak or ribbit, yeah. Do you want to do? let me hear what your frog ribbit is? Ribbit. Ribbit. Yeah. Ribbit. Good, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very good. It's, uh, it's particular to a specific species that lives in the swamps near Hollywood. No one oh. ever bothered to record any different species sound. It just went, ah, we got it. If you're doing all the frog yeah. noise, yeah, we got it, we got it, we got it. We don't, you don't see all the frogs, do you? We got it. Yeah. So it'd be like if, like, if you know, if it was like near Newcastle, yeah. and you just went, "Well, humans just sound like this." <laughs> I, I thought you were doing a Geordie Frog. I thought they had a, a Newcastle accent. No, that is better actually, a Geordie Frog. <laughs> Ribbit me, <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs> no, I couldn't eat any more flies. I'm stuffed. Uh, right here we go. Uh, Gavin Rasburn says, "For twenty years, a cat served as mayor." Of an Alaskan town. See, that's the kind of thing that I think that's I want to. I, I need to know how that happened. Yeah. Uh, don't debate that. It Is happened, there a photo of him with the chains? I want to see a photo yeah. with the full chains on. I, I always yeah. want to see him sort of shaking a paw with a local businessman or I'd somebody like who's got a law through. I'd also know. like to see, um, you know, that bit in like the town hall when they're sort of going through the amount of votes and there's like two humans yeah. stood next to the car as they lose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and also when they're counting the votes and there's like ticks and ticks and there's a couple of paw prints and they're like, hang on, what's going on here? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And all the dogs protesting outside. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't speak for us. Uh, Joe Colombi says, Luther Vandross, before he was famous, was a backing singer and performed on David Bowie's Young American and also Stevie Wonder's Part-Time Lover. That's not a best fact. Everyone knows that. That's not a best so, fact. See, I, you know these things that I don't know sometimes. So There's footage of him singing that. with David Bowie. There's loads of footage. That's oh, not a it? best fact. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Steve, no, put that not. one to bed there, Joe, I'm afraid. No, gone. Gone. <laughs> not, not, not in with a shout. You've got a triada. Triada. Uh, what about this one from Haley? A blue whale fart bubble is big enough to hold a horse. More like it. That's right. what we're talking about. That's it's what we're big talking enough about. to hold a horse. <laughs> Is it strong enough, though? That's the question. I bet when that breaks the surface, it makes a, makes oh, a bit of an impact. That would sink a battleship. <laughs> Bad enough in the bath, isn't it? Imagine that, yeah. going out the sea as you, like, you're on a cruise. Imagine <laughs> yeah, being on a cruise and seeing up. that and just see this... And think, what does that go? Whale farting. <laughs> <laughs> You'd go, shut up. But yeah, that's what it is. Now we're talking. Hmm. What about this one from Richard? He says, uh, you can tell if an egg is cooked by spinning it. Oh, Quickly on, stop good. it spinning, then let go. 
If it starts moving again, it's uncooked. What? That's you spin it, that. you stop it. So you spin it. it, yeah. Yeah. So if you spin it, obviously because oh, okay. the egg inside spinning round, yeah, you yeah. stop it There's spinning. There's a weight at one end, isn't there? Is that what it's saying? Because <laughs> yeah. it's not cooked or it is cooked. And then... Exactly. If it stops spinning, then obviously it's cooked because there's nothing moving around inside. But if it carries on spinning then or moving, then uh, it's, it's uncooked. not cooked. <laughs> he didn't tell us if it was cooked or not cooked. We span it. <laughs> Teresa White says Scotland were the 2004 champions at Elephant Polo. Are they? Ah, gone. Hang gone. I need. Oh, that's tempting. No, isn't that's, it? I need to see a Scottish fella. On I didn't even know there was a, there's such thing as Elephant Polo. Well, I guess you play it on a horse. You can play it on an elephant. Well, yeah, but I mean, I know you can play it, but you could you could play it on a. You know, just because you can doesn't well, mean you should. You? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> uh, Stephen Marshall, the longest standalone word in. Oh, here we go. Make me oh, say God, it now, if you got to say it. <clears throat> the longest standalone word in English is flopsy norsy nihili pili fication, and is the process of determining something as worthless. Oh. Okay. And I've definitely not just sworn in Thai or something there, Adam. You definitely uh, check that. Check that. No, I've Googled that. that. It's yeah. in the dictionary. Okay. Okay, fine. Okay. I just want to make sure that we've not insulted somebody on the other side of Say the again. world there. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Say it again. You Google it. Floxy Norsey Nihili Pilification. Pilification, obviously, the last bit. Pilification. Oh, yeah, saying, of course. I'm like you're the... from another world. Pilification. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, cause I'm looking at the... Uh, the very Is it broken down? Into yeah. a pronunciation for me, yeah. Yeah, so floxy, norsy, nihilation, pilification. There you go. Mm. Uh, and it's the determination of something as worthless. Well, I think we've discovered that. It's pretty good. Pretty good one. Uh, Richard has said Florence Nightingale invented the pie chart. Really? Well, that's what he says here. He says, okay. well, kind of. Oh, hang on, okay, he's already backing out of it. Yeah. He's already backing out of it. She adapted the original design to make it more readable, and that pie chart is the chart we use on a daily basis now. Well, mm, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah. Chris Smith, the real name of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo is Norville Rogers. Is it? Norville it's Rogers. Nor- oh, he's just called Shaggy because he's got shaggy hair and yeah, dresses yeah, yeah. like a tramp. Yeah, but he's called Norville Rogers. They never call him Norville, do they? No. Is there a cartoon when he gets like arrested? And they go, Norville, and they go, Roo-roo. <laughs> Norville? <Roo-roo>. Uh, <laughs> Chris says, the Guinness Book of Records was created by the Guinness Beer Company. The idea was formed by the managing director in the 1950s after an argument at a party about the fastest game bird in Europe. No one could find the answer reference anywhere, so the idea was born to create the book to help settle bar arguments. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Don't I? I mean, it's called the Guinness sense. Book of Records. <laughs> yeah, it'd be weird for it not to be. It's invented by who? Oh, really? <laughs> Uh, and Mark says there is a law that it is illegal to die in the House of Parliament, Houses of Parliament, as this would entitle a person to a state funeral, which is very costly. Oh, how do you not die in the Houses of Parliament? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you've done it now. <laughs> I mean, that's you. Maybe it'd be one of them where I heard a rumor once where, like, you know, certain places they they, what if they you... have a part of the land that doesn't belong to that place. Yeah, so they that, sort of push you like into the, that bit. Tent is yeah, exactly. Isn't there some sort of supermarkets that if you go into Labour there, they give you like. Loads of free stuff as well. Oh, did they? That'd yeah. be good, wouldn't it? That'd be good if only I'd known that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's a tough one here, Steve. Uh, the, it there's is, a cat yeah. serving as a mayor in an Alaskan mm. town. I just want to see a picture that. of that, if I'm honest. I do want to see a picture of that. Um, I like the blue whale's fart bubble big enough to hold yeah, a horse. That, is, that appeals to our sort of childish sensibilities. Yeah. yeah. I do want to see a Scotsman on top of an elephant playing polo as well. Mm. It's out of those three, isn't it? <sighs> so I'm going to let you I, choose your. I think. I think, I think it's the cat for me. Cat man. I just like no we've built a little world where there's pictures of him, you know, oil yeah. paintings of him on the wall, in the town hall. I'm proud and of everything. Steve because Steve from two years ago, he would have gone what blue whales fart, and so no, he, I've seen I've grown. grow as a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and now you want to see a cat dressed as a man. A man, a meow or whatever. Meow or meow that says a lot about you. Uh, okay, so the winner this week. Sorry, Haley, I, I really thought you'd got it. Um, but uh, unfortunately, Gavin Rasburn has uh, has won with, for 20 years, a cat served as a mayor of an Alaskan town. Um, 
I don't know why we've got no more specification than that. Dem, did you, you search this? I've just Googled it, yeah, I've got a bit. Oh, he's straight on it. Every afternoon, Stubbs, he was called, went to a nearby restaurant and drank water laced with catnip out of a wine glass or a margarita glass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is gold. I mean, this sounds like a Pixar film in the making. Yeah. If you want to play, hit me with your best facts. All you've got to do is email me, jason at absoluteradio.co.uk with your best and greatest fact to win that mug uh, with, from our pals at Disney+. Plus. Where real music matters. Good morning. You're listening to the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is uh, in the shed. In the shed. In I've the got shed. big news as well. You've got big news. I've got big news. Tell me. My wife was chatting to somebody about oh, yeah. the COVIDs and all that. Oh, yeah. So a fact came up, yes. or, you know, a theory. Right. They Googled it. Apparently it is a thing. Well, no. it's in the Daily Mail. <laughs> that's a, hey, that's a thing. Join the headline. I want Red headline. wine wards off coronavirus. What? That's all you need to know. People drinking more than five glasses of red wine a week cut the risk of catching COVID. Five glasses a week? And they get well, it's, it cuts it by 17%. COVID. I mean, I drink about 20 glasses a week, so I'm about 50% covered. I'm, I'm quadruple jabbed in a way. Yeah, you are, right? Who, yeah. who knew? Pfizer, or you, AstraZeneca, Pfizer. Me, no, uh, Merlot. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, first time I had Malbec, then I had a Shiraz. Uh, and, <laughs> a Shiraz booster. <laughs> yeah, I had a Shiraz booster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but don't drink. Apparently, if it doesn't work, if you drink um, beer or cider, or white oh, wine, right. rosé is probably half effective. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. it's, a, it's a good excuse, isn't it? Is this a study you know? done by uh, like a winemaker? I mean, well, as soon as my theory was was proved that I could drink wine every night, I didn't bother reading the rest. If I'm honest. No. Why would you? Why would you? Yeah, it's a study done by Majestic Wines. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't say who it's done by. It's the Daily Mail, probably a source. A source, yeah, I'd yeah. say so. I mean, it just said, no, it says experts believe this is due to polyphenol content. I don't know if it no. works with grapes or you just have to drink the wine. I mean, or you just don't have a question. No, I, mate, I am I questioning it? If it's, I won't question it. Let's not question it. But, I mean, during lockdown, a mm-hmm. lot of wine got drunk, didn't it? Yeah, but a lot of people didn't get it. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, yeah, this we, is the thing. We don't focus on that, do we? The, ra- the reason this came about is my wife was talking to this other woman at work, and they both talked mm. about their husbands who drink a lot of red wine, and yeah. neither of them have had COVID, and neither has my mother-in-law. And, you know, the common factor is we're like a glass of red wine. So, right. I mean, there might be nothing in it, there might be something in it. But, you know, it's worth exploring. It's at least. worth exploring, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder how you would test it, though. What would you do? Just, like, get well, people don't... hammered and then just send them into a. Yeah. On the street, looking handrail. Without a mask just... on. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. See what happens. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. Just, you know, just worth, bottle, worth considering. Every day isn't it? keeps the COVID away. Exactly. You're, you're sort of sterilising yourself from, from the inside, aren't you? And also, I guess you get to a point where you drink so much you don't care whether you got it or not. Yeah, no, don't care anymore. You've got a mask <laughs> over your eyes. I don't care. <laughs> Amazing. That's what happens when you let the French do the research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve, I've got some incredibly... Sad news. Oh no! What's up now? Yeah, especially if you're um, you're a Dorset uh, inhabitant. Um, oh. I'm afraid the knob throwing festival has been cancelled. The what now? Uh, the knob throwing festival. What's been... the? What is the knob? What is the knob oh. throwing festival? Oh, I felt. Like, I feel like we've spoke about it before on the show. Um, basically, it's a. It's when you throw a knob. Well, like a doorknob. No, no, it's like a hard biscuit. Oh, is it spelt? As it spelt? Is it spelt? K N O B. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the third year in a row now. Organisers have been mm. forced to cancel. In twenty twenty, oh, no, there was that's... no venue available. <clears throat> twenty one, obviously COVID. COVID. Yeah. Uh, and this year, it's um, too popular. Oh, 
It sounds like they don't want it to go on, if I'm honest. <laughs> Looking for excuses. It sound like they're coming up with excuses. Well, let's go um, with it. What about this year? Too popular, if anything. Too popular. <laughs> Next year, not popular enough. <laughs> uh, a statement on Facebook from the Dorset Knob Throwers um, said, it is with great sadness that the Dorset Knob Throwing and Froome Valley Food Festival is unable to go ahead on the 1st of May. We had oh, 8,000 people attending 2019, meaning it has reached such a size that it simply cannot be run by a small village committee. We hope the event can return in years to come. Can somebody not take it over and put it in a bigger field? Yeah, you'd think so. It's a big old place. A lot of space in Dorset, isn't it? Froome. Well, Froome's in Somerset, isn't it? I don't, I'm getting confused. I'm getting confused. It started uh, life in 1860 when the Moores family began baking in West Dorset, according right. to Moores Biscuit Maker. Uh, the Dorset Knob was originally named after hand-sewn Dorset knob buttons. <laughs> I mean, it gets that worse, doesn't it? <laughs> that was still being made in the last revival. Why did they start the chucking them? Cottage industry. Um, Just because they were like, that one's too hot. That yeah. one's too. That one's too popular. Too hard. <laughs> I guess they were too hard. I like to think they were on a tray, cooling on a windowsill, and somebody went, "Oh, they look nice!" Oh, yeah, and just threw it. I burnt their hands, and that's yeah. it. And they went, "Hey, hey, that went we should far. do this as a sport." <laughs> yeah, I'll get Dave. Well, don't ask Dave because that'll be too many people. It'd be too popular. We'll have to cancel it. Let's just keep it between us for now. <laughs> Eight people were here last year. It's getting mad. This. Yeah. It's getting mad now. What is it? Ten? Twelve? It's ridiculous, man. <laughs> um, here's. Do you want to know what the knob rules are? Yeah, please. Okay. Uh, three dorset knobs per go. Okay. Furthest thrown is measured. You can oh, only right. use dorset knobs uh, that are mm-hmm. provided, so you can't bring your own. Like, yeah, because you know, you'd hollow it out, wouldn't you, or, yeah, exactly. or put something Dorsets. heavy in it, or whatever, whatever yeah. helps. Whatever helps, know. yeah. Uh, standing throw from marked standing points, so none of this... Um, no running. <laughs> no, no running and love in it. Right. No run-ups. Uh, you're not uh, underarm throwing only as well. Oh, that changes stuff, doesn't it? That does change stuff, doesn't it? That does change stuff. Uh, one foot must remain on the ground during throwing. I can imagine some people really get into that knob throwing, you know, yeah. leaving the ground. Um, distance of the furthest knob only measured within the designated throwing zone, which is five metres wide. So you've got to get it in the zone. Uh, and uh, the dorset knob measured at final resting place. Uh, if so it can breaks upon about. landing... Oh, yeah, what happens? If it breaks upon landing, it will be the oh. umpire's decision of the final resting place. Oh, you've got to be friends with that umpire, haven't you? You've got to really... Come on, mate. The, the, the record, Steve, for uh, furthest thrown... Yeah. Uh, knob in Devon, <clears throat> in Dorset, sorry, is uh, the, uh, the the record is 29.4 metres, 96 foot. How big is that in football stadiums? Because everything's measured in football stadiums these days, isn't it? Or double decker oh, buses. Well, it's not, as, <laughs> it's not as long as a football stadium, but 100 foot is. Mm. You, can, you, know, you, know what, well, you know what six foot is? That's you. So. Is that like, like what, 100 foot? Like about eight double decker buses? Something like that. Can you only measure things in double-decker buses? Yeah, that's the way things are measured. They're measured in double-decker buses or football stadiums. That's the way uh, everyone explains how, everything. How long is a double-decker bus? Okay. Steve. <laughs> what, 30 <laughs> foot or something like that? I don't know. What was it? Uh, right, a double-decker bus <clears throat> is um, 61 feet really? in oh, length. I, I was thinking so it's about a bus and a half. Oh, bus, that's pretty good. Oh, no, hold on, I got this wrong. That's, that can't be right. <laughs> Double-decker coaches in the UK have traditionally been 39 feet. Oh, sorry. Oh, I 39 said 30. Feet. Okay, 39 feet. So and he threw it 90... Feet, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so 40 he... foot. So he's thrown two and a half double-decker buses, Steve. That's a, that's a good throw, that. That is a hell of a throw. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve, um, yeah. I had a very odd thing that happened this week, Steve. Yeah, go on. What? Really odd, right? So I took my little boy to uh, his like toddler football thing. Oh yeah, like loads of three-year-olds sort of kicking a football. It's quite, you know, it's good fun. And yeah. uh, forty-five minutes though does start to drag. It's dragging. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, trap it, trap it. Last oh, minute, falling like... over. <laughs> so, um, but it's lovely. It's a nice thing to do. And uh, anyway, there obviously there's lots of other parents there. And nine times out of ten, even now. In 2022, uh, it's mostly mums, and I'm like the only dad. Yeah. Anyway, there was another dad there this week, oh. and uh, I sort of I felt like sort of saying hello or whatever. But I sort of, I sort of smiled. He smiled at me at one point. I smiled back, and yeah. then that was it. And then out of nowhere, the, this, one of these little like mini footballs came over, and as it was coming over, I went to stop it with my foot and kick it back hmm. to whichever kid was. This dad, he he got in front of me, stopped it. 
and then nutmegged me. Oh, what? no reason. <laughs> Why? Yeah, he put the ball through my legs and, and also went megged. Oh, like, as he said the words megged, megged out loud. For people oh. who are not, uh, you know, don't know about football or, mm. or, or kids' football, really, I don't think professionals do it. Well, they do occasionally, don't they? <laughs> yeah, but they don't actually say megged. No, well, you don't know. They might be able to. When, they, when the empty stadiums are there, I bet you could hear them going, megged. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, if, it go, if you knock it through someone's legs, obviously it's embarrassing. Yeah. And, uh, and so I don't know why yeah, it's called nutmegged. Why is it called nutmegged? I no it's just named after a spice. <laughs> yeah, it's odd, that, isn't it's it? It's weird, isn't it? You could call it cinnamon. Could have been absolutely anything. anything. Yeah. But isn't that a weird thing for a stranger just to do out of nowhere? Yeah. I mean, you were right about not talking to him, though, by the <laughs> well, sounds of things. Clearly got that right, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. Always trust your instinct. That's what I always say in these yeah, situations. Clearly. You looked at him and went, no, nah, I don't think I'll bother. And then that happened, and he should have gone, yeah, I was right. Why, though? Why did he do that? I've, d- I've literally no clue. No clue. I mean, I laughed, obviously, because it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> but it was an odd thing for a stranger to just do out of nowhere. Yeah, that is odd. That is nowhere. odd. So I've asked on my socials this morning the oddest thing, a random thing that a stranger has ever done to you. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I like do you know it. what I mean? Yeah, because I think there's lots here. I think there's a lot to unpack. Strangers <laughs> do the weirdest things, um, but and if you can beat my one, getting nutmeg, then I'm looking forward to it. This. Matters. Hey Steve, you asked um, where the word nutmeg came from, like yeah. in in this term. Obviously, in you know football, where the word nutmeg yeah, comes from. Yeah, yeah. Um, in football, why is putting the ball through someone's legs called nutmegged? Yeah. Um, well, listen to this. Uh, oh. In the book, uh, the language and folklore of the world's greatest game, Peter yeah. Seddon points out that the likely etymology for nutmeg. Uh, that, that it comes from the, du- the duplicitous practice in the nutmeg trade. Oh, what happens in the nutmeg trade? Well, he says, as he points out, the verb nutmegged is listed by the Oxford English Dictionary as arising in the 1870s, which in Victorian slang came to mean to be tricked or deceived, especially in oh. a manner which makes the victim look foolish. Oh, there you go. Well, that's what so, makes sense now. So what that was, makes what, it, yeah. What was the deal with the nutmeg in the old days? They just something uh, like, well, there's some nutmeg for you. I think there's is a bit that of sharp nutmeg? practice That's a marble, isn't it? No, it's nutmeg. <laughs> Very expensive. Well, Peter Seddon writes, nutmegs were such a valuable commodity that mm. unscrupulous exporters were uh, want to put pull a fast one by mixing a helping of wooden replicas into oh, the sacks being shipped in England. Oh, Being okay. nutmegged soon came to imply stupidity on the part of the duped victim and yeah. cleverness on the part of the trickster. That's not cleverness. That's just that's wrong. No. If you just it's, you're make, you're setting down to grate a bit of nutmeg and you, it's just wood, you're like, ah, oh, mate, <laughs> you'd be livid, wouldn't you? You'd be livid. Um, so that's one version. Um, yeah. Jimmy Hill's claims. Uh, claims oh, Jimmy that, Hill. Okay. Yeah, that nutmeg was. I mean, I don't believe it already, just by the nature of the fact that Jimmy Hill said it. Jimmy, it's Jimmy, Jimmy Hill. Jimmy Recon. Jimmy uh, Recon. <laughs> He says uh, that it was coined during the 1940s to describe the skill of placing the ball between an opponent's legs uh, before retrieving it on the other side, or indeed the suggestion made in Alex Leith's book, Over the Moon, uh, who said, which was called uh, The Language of Football, that nuts, a term commonly used for nutmeg in the north of England, refers to the testicles of the player through whose le- ball, legs the ball has been passed, and nutmeg is just a development from that. I don't know about that. Where's where you got Meg know. from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it, I, it's got. I hope it's that first one. It sounds a bit classier, doesn't it? Yeah, I like to think it's all to do with like smuggling. <laughs> it's and, just you know. nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah, because he had nuts and I'd get the ball through it, and you know, his wife was called Meg, and I just shouted nuts, Meg, yay! <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Michelle says, I lived in a very rural house. And a walker sat outside at my picnic table, just in the front garden. Just, th- just thought it was like a yeah, some yeah sort of cafe or something. Well, she said her, her, um, her husband was sat eating uh, breakfast and like a full English breakfast. And oh, well, there you go. He would have gone, oh, this looks nice. This looks like yeah. a nice place. <laughs> yeah. So for a laugh, Michelle served him her breakfast uh, that she was about to eat. He ate it. <laughs> said it was the best breakfast he ever had. Did he, did he tip her? and left. 
That's all right, isn't it? Tenor. I do, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? They just thought, this must be a restaurant because there's a bloke eating his breakfast. Yeah. I love the husband in the first place. Got, I'm going to go and eat this outside. Full English on a picnic table outside. Yeah. Love that. Next to a a country walking path. Should have made a killing there, couldn't she? Yeah. At least start doing coffees or or hot chocolate or something. (laughs) Uh, Sarah Hughes says, we were on a bus in Torquay when the driver suddenly stopped, jumped out of the bus and locked the doors and ran off. Not long after, he came back with a large Labrador, which apparently was his lost dog. He told us it had been missing for three days and he'd just seen him run up the show. Up the oh, well, he can see the urgency, though. But that'll be yeah, weird, but in it? that first instant. Yeah, when he locked it and walked off, you'd be like... Ran off. Yeah, ran, <laughs> I mean, ran off. He walked off is one thing, but ran off. Why has he got a locket? He could have just got <laughs> off, couldn't he? Could have just shouted, I've just seen my dog. <laughs> You have to make it so scary. <laughs> Terrifying, yeah. Uh, Rachel Harris says, Stopped at services once and my friend went to the loo and someone chucked a large soiled nappy over the cubicle wall where he was stood unsuspectingly, which sadly was a direct hit to the head. Butter side down. Oh, oh Rachel, didn't need that last bit. Peanut butter side down. Oh, people are so weird, aren't they? Just lobbed it over the cubicle. It's hitting right on the edge. Oh, man. Oh, God. I mean, you wouldn't believe that, would you? If you went out... You came back out and they stood there outside Subway, you're like, what happened to you, John? What's happened to you? You'll never believe what's just happened to me. (laughs) 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 I mean, that's like... That's unlucky, isn't it? That's like something that occurred with enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) You need the music just playing in the background. Oh, poor guy. Uh, Catherine Windsor says, I was walking my dog, Jason. Uh, I don't think the dog was called Jason. Walking um, my dog, Jason? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good name for a dog, though. Jason! Yeah. Jason! N- put it down! <laughs> uh, it's a Cocker Spaniel uh, puppy just in the park. He's yeah. obsessed with his tennis ball. Back and forth, back and forth. He was running on a field when this old woman came up to me and said, just so you know, my dog can run faster than yours. That's okay. weird. She said, okay, well, if that makes oh, you happy. It's a puppy, but yeah, fine. My dog then ran faster than hers, chasing oh, the lead. Wow. She then shouted, come on, Phoebe, presumably the dog, and stomped yeah. off. Her, how quickly her dog can run was obviously very important to her. How competitive yeah. do you need to be, man? I mean, that's my just dog odd, isn't it? That is weird. Is it? Yeah, and then it and then proves it's not. Right, let's <laughs> yeah. go on. Let's right, come on, Phoebe. <laughs> Let's get on. Embarrass me. One too many times. Thanks a lot for that, Phoebe. Thanks a lot. (laughs) Julie Goff says, Two teenage girls once knocked on my front door and asked me to talk to them in my accent. I'm Scottish and I just moved to Kent. This was 17 years ago and it still makes me laugh. I was so confused by the request. Do do the voice. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Can you do the voice? I don't know. What are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) That's the one. (laughs) That's it. Do it more. That's weird, isn't it? That is odd, isn't it? Uh, Claire Osborne says, Ticket inspector came up to me on the train yesterday. Instead of asking to see my ticket, he wanted to know how many cream eggs I could eat in one go. I wasn't sure how to take that. He never even asked for my ticket. That's weird, isn't it? Right, two things have happened there, Steve. Okay, yeah, go on, let's let's unpack this. Right, first one, he's not really the ticket inspector. No. He's just a bloke (laughs) with a jacket and a hat. Yeah. <laughs> He's just making it up random things. Yeah. Secondly, that job is so dull and so repetitive. Yeah. It's just gone. Right. Every third person is going to ask something I'm, mad. I'm going to amuse myself asking something mad. Uh, I've hello, got, sir. I've yes. Got... Would, you, would you rather have uh, hands for feet or feet for hands? What? Yeah. Tickets, please. Yeah, tickets. But what did you say? <laughs> I once, I remember getting on the train at Stockport and you only walk up the uh, little steps. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. get to whatever platform five, whatever it is, they don't need to see your ticket because you've not got on the train yet. But there was a bloke yeah. on the stairs demanding to see people's tickets, and he wasn't right. demanding; he was just sort of stood in the middle yeah. of the stairs, stopping the odd person. And he made a beeline to stop me. Now, when I got there to give him my ticket, he had just trumped like a really bad one, oh, really bad. No. And I gave him the ticket, and he looked back and he smiled at me, and then. <laughs> And then I walked to the platform, you know, and we could get checked again on the train. There was no yeah. need for him to do it. He invited me into his circle of stink no. just for his own amusement. Because oh, no. he had a little twinkle in his eye going, you getting that? you getting it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Off you go, sir. Enjoy your trip to London. All aboard, Stinkville. <laughs> 
<laughs> Did he make that noise when he fell? I wonder if yeah. train. Ma- <laughs> I think when, if you work, I think if you work for the trains, when you trump, that is the noise it makes. Yeah, actually synchronised. <laughs> Oh, John, noise. stop doing John, that. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Just slipped out. <laughs> uh, Tracy Shaw says, uh, Jason, we were in a restaurant in Menorca. The owners were English, and it seemed their little girl was left to mix because they were busy. She came and sat at our table and picked food off my plate. Mm. Well, kids are kids, aren't they? What can you do? Yeah, you, you can't be surprised by anything a kid does, can you? Really? Kids random, aren't they? Kids are just yeah. random. I'm, I'm fine with that. They've not got the social skills, have they? <laughs> just do whatever <laughs> no. they want, don't they? Exactly. exactly. Uh, Pete Tom says, um, was, on a, was on a date and went to the back to get us drinks. Was quite busy, but not rammed or anything. On the way back, I went to squeeze past a random guy and he reached out and tried to take my pint out of my hand. I obviously stood my ground and held on to it. He seemed to get confused that I didn't let go, then decided to look me in the face. Stared for a few seconds, then looked at the pint, then back at me, then back to the pint, then back to me. A few more seconds before he realised that I wasn't one of his mates and he'd legit just tried to steal my drink. So he eventually let it was go. Some, yeah, just thought it was somebody who'd gone to the bar to get him a drink. We didn't know no, him. he thought it was, one, was yeah, one of his mates, yeah. He's like, he's like no words or something. He's like, I spoken. think that's that bloke who's gone to get the pint. <laughs> I like the... The ten, I can imagine the tense music as a like, like a sort of spaghetti <laughs> yeah. western. Eyes, eyes, pint, pint, eyes, hand, mouth, snarl, <laughs> eyes, pint. Oh, it's not him. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, Matthew Kidd. I was once in one of the only two cubicles in the toilet of my local Tesco. Who goes to the toilet at Tesco? Mm, well, if you if you're desperate, yeah, no, I wouldn't go, go when it was shopping. But if I'm passing, I'll go in the. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Town. Yeah. Every little helps. Yep. Uh, a, a man came in and entered the cubicle next to me. He then exclaimed quite loudly, Oh ho, it looks like I have some competition today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> some loud grunting and straining followed oh, then by a massive oh, plop. No. The guy oh. then exclaimed, That's a hit. I've just sunk your battleship. Needless <laughs> 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 to say, I got out of there quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a winner. If this was a competition, <laughs> if this is a competition, that is the winner. Because that is mad. Madness. I mean, you don't want to see that man's face. You don't want no. to. I, I, don't, I don't want that image burnt in my eyes. I don't need to know. I've just sunk your I've just sunk your battleship. That's a great line. Oh, uh, my that God. is a good. I do like a bit more choke. That one would have started. I like that one with oh, yeah. a load, <laughs> load Trump. That's working. Now try the lights. Any of those. <laughs> Andrea Rankin. Sunky battleship. Andrea Rankin says A stranger once asked me to look after his prosthetic arm whilst he went off for a dance in a nightclub. This sounds like candid camera. This is too mad. <laughs> yeah, that can't. I mean, Speedles don't you need about. your arms for dancing? Yeah. Well, how's he going to do like big box, little box, and all that? Yeah, cardboard box. Big oh, fish, I thought it was like ballroom dancing. Even <laughs> yeah. more, <laughs> yeah, even more so. Uh, and Emma Holman says, "I once randomly tucked a girl's label in, which was sticking out the back of her top. She was in front of me in a queue, and I'd done it without even thinking." Mm. I, I, I have thought that quite a few times. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's tempting, you can't isn't do it? it, obviously. But I've gone. Oh, would she rather I went? Listen, that's just pop that in. Mm. I said, well, I mean, for a woman to do it to another woman is one thing, Steve. I think yeah. for a no, six I know. Foot I've never done it. Just... to do it. <laughs> Scotty, love you. Uh, your label was out. Primark. <laughs> Suddenly it's pepper spray in your face. Yeah, I know. That's, but yeah, it's too it much just seems risk. like a nice thing to do, but obviously it could turn out bad. Well, it's, we live in strange times, Steve. Yeah, we do. I had this the other night, actually, when I was walking back from a gig and uh, I was walking like alongside, well, sort of behind a woman who was walking. Mm, so obviously yeah. suddenly I was thinking, oh God, I bet she's thinking like the worst, you know what I mean? Yeah. Blokes following her on this. So I then started like, <clears throat> I just started slowing down like humming a, no I, well I slowed down a bit and then I just started like singing a song to, obviously I've got that's not weird is it well I didn't think it was I weird. gotta be me <laughs> just behind you <laughs> what's what's going on were you yeah, work, were you practicing your thing there's no bass yeah I was, <laughs> I, was doing, I was doing my little and all that jazz and I thought oh no that that is weirder now yeah that's a lot weirder yeah I didn't I didn't really th- I should have just stopped and just Got Check your phone, that's what I do. Stop and I'd pretend there's something on my phone and then, you know, yeah. Yeah. crossover know. even. We've got, we've, got to be thoughtful. we've got to be thoughtful of these, mindful of these things, haven't we? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Lisa McDougall 
She says, bought a sausage roll at a service station, as is your right, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was at the counter, and a man walked over, picked up my sausage roll, and walked off with it. What? I was too stunned to say anything. We just watched him drive off when the assistant asked if he was with me. Oh, that's just... That's just... I mean, that's wrong on so many levels. That's just mad, isn't it? Because you've set uh, your taste buds for sausage roll as well. Yeah. And, and now you've got nothing. You just bought a stranger a sausage roll. Cammy adds to this uh, yeah. and says, I was walking through town eating a Greg sausage roll once when a passerby leant over and bit the top off his <laughs> snack whilst making a lion-type snorting sound. <laughs> I mean, they are good, the Greg sausage rolls. It will make people do odd things. Yeah, That's but the just problem. to be like, <laughs> as you go past. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't do that, it'd be weirder, weirdly. That's what's funny about it. If he hadn't gone, done that. Alan Russell says, walking through Manchester on Christmas Eve, a bloke from his second floor flat shouted at me, you boy, what day is it? <laughs> I replied in a squeaky voice, why, sir, it's Christmas Day. He said, Christmas Day? Here's a shilling. Now fetch me the fattest goose. And on I continued. It was brilliant, yeah. complete two-second madness from two strangers. Yeah, good that he joined in and you knew You'd what it was. you wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Julie Hood says, my dad's friend many years ago was cycling to work and overtook a policeman who was also riding a bike. Whilst passing, he made loud verbal engine noises, <laughs> to which the policeman replied by shouting, Nino, Nino, back. <laughs> oh, there you go. There, there we, the there time is amazing. <laughs> That's weird, isn't it? That's funny, though, isn't it? I like, it's good when you have a little joke with a stranger, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Something, something nice in that, something sort of... Uh, Wholesome. Uh, Deb says, I-, I once held the door open at Boots for a man who was in a rush to then find out he was a shoplifter and was being followed out of the store. <laughs> Good. After you? Thanks and then you had to hold it. Did you have to hold it again for the security guard and everybody? <laughs> the, the, the Benny Hill parade of coppers managing, just all yeah. waving sticks. Leanne, this, is, this gets worse here, Steve. I once kissed the delivery guy by accident. Hang on a minute. Hang on, by accident? What do you mean by accident? accident? As he wished me Merry Christmas, he moved his head forward after handing me my curry, so I kissed him on the cheek and wished him the same. Only he was he was leaning to one side to get a Christmas card out of his pocket. Uh, and he thought she was offering the cheek. Oh, well, oh. you know, it's a nice thing to do, wasn't it? It's Christmas. Exactly. It? <laughs> What's it? There you go. Uh, Paul David Corker says uh, a guy asked for my autograph once he held out a book with David Seaman on it he didn't believe I wasn't him just wouldn't have it I guess sometimes in those situations if you do look like someone's famous it's just easy you just, just got to go along it. with it haven't you yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and Carol Jackson says, we moved into a new house. A few weeks later, there was a knock on the door. I opened it and a woman I didn't know went to walk in. She looked up and said, who are you? And I said, I was going to ask you the same thing. She said, my daughter lives here. I said, not anymore, she doesn't. And she proceeded to shout and have a go at me because her daughter had moved and not told her. Oh, that's awkward, isn't it? Well, there's obviously a bit of backstory there, Steve. Yeah, well, best not Jeremy tell Kyle, that. Yeah. Jeremy Kyle, that's going on there. And uh, Sophie Bryce. I was once coming out of a timber merchant's and a guy stopped me and put a four-leaf clover in my hand, winked at me and walked off. (laughs) (laughs) Took me a couple of seconds to register what it was and then looked up at him getting into his car, smiled at him, he nodded at me and off he went. It was a very surreal moment. Played straight into oncoming traffic. (laughs) 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 Shouldn't have have given away the clover, mate, the lucky clover. (laughs) 